Then the priest pulls up. I fucking just fucking gun. shoots him with oh a gun. Oh my god! Although I have to admit, where did priests get the fucking gun? Guns were banned in Japan. Like it's so random. The yakuza. Oh. Okay, you saying the priest showed up in the Yakuza and picked up a gun? Yeah, he went to the Yakuza and was like, one gun, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I played like seven Yakuza games. But I know how I'm it works. I'm just saying, I fucking love it, though, seeing a fucking religious guy just pulls out a fucking gun and shoots somebody. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I just want or I want to watch Orange go illegally buy drugs now. <laughs> Hello, I would like one of your finest drugs, please. That's so good. Welcome back to another episode of My First Anime, The Devil is a Part-Timer. I'm Chris Bailey. I'm Sabato, also known as Monkey. And I'm Anthony Vaught. Uh, we are picking up on episode five and going through nine this week. Oh, quick personal anime update. Uh, I finished what's what's available on Netflix for Great Pretender. That show's cool. Oh, it's it's cut up. Uh, they're missing nine episodes for some reason. Fuck Netflix, dude. I fucking hate that fucking place. Apparently it's on Netflix Japan, but not US. But that show's cool. You hold Netflix is raising up the prices? Are they? Again? Are they really? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing about. And I'm hoping they fuck they fix the fucking anime section because it's fucking garbage. Yeah, there's a lot of trash anime in there. Uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim on the PS4. It's about high school kids and robots and time travel and kaiju. I'm probably about a third of the way through and it's real good. Check it out if you like visual novels or vanillaware. I actually don't. I know what visual novels is. I don't know what vanillaware is. It's a game dev. Oh, okay. It's like, it's got Evangelion vibes if it wasn't trash. Oh my God. What happened yeah, to you- that? <laughs> oh wait, <Japan>. shit. <laughs> I break my, I'm going to anime jail. You can talk now. <laughs> Uh, just an update. This matters fucking zero, but, uh, remember last episode when I told you guys that I had to like dive to find my, the devil's a part-timer in my Netflix search. Cause it was like, there was like a 60 something percent match. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, after watching four episodes, all animes now popped into my <laughs> recommended at like 98% just Uh-oh. like that. Are you, are you going to start watching a bunch of different animes? Uh, probably not anytime soon. Depends on like, cause I want to, I love fresh perspectives on everything. Okay. So I don't want to watch something and you guys be like, let's watch this. And I'll be like, fuck. Yeah, you already watched it. So I might watch some stuff that we probably can't <clears throat> get to on the show, like something that's like... Hentai. Yeah, hentai, exactly. Um, there's some real good characterizations in that. I wouldn't mind talking about hentai. Well, maybe if we hit 10,000 patrons. <laughs> yeah, 10,000, but we'll do a hentai We'll episode. do a hentai. 10,000 patrons or $10,000 in our Patreon? Whichever comes first. Yeah, it's oh, okay. fucking whatever. We will let the person who pushes us over 10,000 pick the hentai. Yeah, please, please, <laughs> uh, please no Bible Black Pig. Oh, that's new garbage and it's not good, so. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I forgot what my train of thought was before you said hentai. Uh, you're not going to watch stuff that we probably we I, might I watch. I watch stuff that like kind of goes into like, you know, either it's like a 50 episode season or something like that, or it's got like seven seasons or something. Yeah. That works. So I might hop into like the classics that you guys talk about, like, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. That's probably the yeah, top that's of still list. one I would love to do, but I think it'd be a long way off if we did it. So yeah. if you watched it on your own, I wouldn't be upset. Any personal anime updates, monkey? 
No, I'm walking away too much. I can't really watch anime right now. It's such a sad, sad life. Where I'm at, though, is I'm still... I'm in um, God of High School. I'm still in the middle of that. And I'm also in... Watching, it's like Kaguma no Soma or something like that. It's about an anime about a boy and a girl who really likes each other. But they're so... Uh, what's it called? They want to be the person who is in control of the relationship. So they don't want to... They don't want to tell each other they like them because... That sounds awful. Yeah, that, that sounds miserable. Uh, all right. Let's jump into episode five of The Devil's a Part-Timer. Good news, guys. I did my time to get down to business hand slap on my notebook, and I did not unplug my microphone this time. Look at you. Uh, episode five, The Demon King and the Hero Save Sasazuka. We open up right where we left off with them confronting Lucifer after he just blew up like a bunch of stuff. I got a quick side note on the beginning of the uh, the opening or whatever. Yeah. I keep watching it most of the time. I think I've only skipped it like once. And <laughs> when he airs out the boxers, gets me every fucking time. <laughs> like the little twingle that comes off on the box. Yeah. And, yeah. God, best waifu. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I I'm agree. so glad you, you're you learning the, Japan, the, the anime weebs tomes. Of, the nomenclature. Uh, yeah. Nomenclature of this. Best waifu, bro. Beautiful society. Beautiful. LCL is definitely a top tier waifu. Maybe in this anime, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, pretty much all anime. LCL's pretty up there. Uh, I'm just saying the girl that shows up later on, she can cook. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Listen, LCL's gonna take care of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know who's not gonna take care of you? Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Yeah, he's up there. We get a little cut back to the people floating through the gate. In case you forgot about them. And surprise, surprise, Lucifer's doing his whole I'm here to kill you thing. And guess what? He's friends with the high priest. Yeah, did we have we met o, uh, Oba Mayor? No, he was supposed to come through the portal with Amelia. And then she's like, oh, I lost him. Oh, so that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it happened is he showed up later on. I don't think he went with Amelia because there's no way he got Lucifer. So I think they showed up later on before, like, he didn't go with the portal with Amelia, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think he's just opened up another portal. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know, didn't know his name at all. And leading up to one of my favorite bits in this batch of episodes, Olba Mayor, or whatever his name is, is out there giving his big evil guy speech of how, well, we teamed up because we're going to get rid of both of you and the church and all that. And Mao interrupts him, being like, this is a shitty B-plot mo- or B-movie plot. I've seen this a million times. And then LCL's like, wait, hold up. Sir. You spent money on a movie? <laughs> and, uh, they basically just start bickering in the background while Lucifer and the high priest are like, well, God damn it. You ruined our speech. Uh, and does it... Is this the part where basically Oba basically says that like he just wants to kill Maria because he has way too much weight? And uh Kanto is that later on? I think I think he pretty much says that here, or if not, if it's it's established somewhere in here, because he doesn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah. But yeah, he it's you know, he basically says, Oh, well, we because we want to struggle for power or whatever, but if we have this hero running around, she could basically play Avatar and <laughs> unite people or whatever. Yeah, see, she can actually do some good instead of um, following all plans. They make you like the devil a lot. Or they make you like um, Mao a lot. Oh, Mao, yeah. Well, it, it's it's funny because, like, you have to remember every system is corrupt in some way. 
Well, Mao's like whole thing is he wants to like he wants to conquer. He wants to conquer. You know what I'm saying? And you realize that the humans don't have it right either. Like everybody's in the wrong. No, I'm not talking about anything with that. I'm just saying the, the yeah. writers have written Mao's character to make me like him more than you should like a king demon. Well, he doesn't act like one is the thing. Yeah, I think that's because he doesn't act evil at all. Yeah. Although there are scenes where they just show how evil he is, like how deceptively evil he is. But then the scene cuts back and you're like, oh, no, he's just he's just doing a normal thing. Okay. Yeah, they just, they, well, they, they <laughs> <laughs> I just got done watching Nine, so. Yeah. The overdramatic fight between SFC and. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, while they're bickering, Lucifer starts shooting at him. He blasts a hole through LCL, and with his dying breath, <laughs> he says, listen, if you're gonna rent movies, please do it on the discount day. <laughs> In the first half of the month. <laughs> That's what he said, like, the first half of the month. That's so fucking funny. Oh, his dying breath, you told him to be more frugal. <laughs> Well, if you remember, he is the army's uh, I know, most resourceful but general. Just, but that's the dying breath. Yeah, L- LCL continues to be my favorite character through this run of episodes. Uh, yeah, he he went up in my book, and and I was like, "Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why he picks up his friend? Um, yeah, Lucifer's attacking them. We learned that if it wasn't clear from last week by creating, well, I guess they didn't uh, make it so much clear, um, but uh, human despair basically is generates magic. I'm going to step on my soapbox here. Yeah. Uh, from the, pr- I'm just going to say from the previous anime we've watched, we've watched, I think this is how you do it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you, 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 you show them getting powers and they're like, I don't know what's going on. And then you make some just simple, it doesn't have to be explained in date, in detail or in depth to like doubly confuse you just something simple that people can just go oh okay and then you move the fuck on uh, yeah i i completely agree i am a very big fan of playing within the rules of the universe that is presented to me and this is very much the kind of show that says this is how it works and then waves its hands and moves on and i'm perfectly okay with that oh, so far i very much enjoy it if it want if it wanted me to like actually care about it like if it made its rules a sticking point then we'd have a problem but considering literally everything is just that's how it works i don't know it's also a comedy it, it's but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice to it's nice to touch base with how it works and then as long as that like as long as like you said as long as everyone plays by those rules you don't have to requestion it yep we we get a little bit of uh they, they try to run away uh, with Mao carrying LCL, and he basically says, like, yeah, I actually kind of like being human. This world's fun and interesting. And speaking of oh no <laughs> rules and playing... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's funny, though. He, he's running, and uh, Amelia is running with him, and she's like, oh, good plan. Uh, good plan running between... <laughs> running with your tail between your legs. <laughs> oh, it's, she's just like, they're a fucking married couple, this yeah, whole like, scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're just bickering the whole fucking time, even while he's saving people. She's like, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I have to say, I am 0% invested in his relationship with any of the female characters. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think he is 0% invested. Sure, but the show keeps pushing it, and I'm so not interested in yeah. the, like... I want to talk about that, since we okay. brought it up. 
Yeah, go ahead. So that I we obviously me and you haven't seen it. Uh, Sal has. So this is kind of without spoilers and anything. But the writers were like, "All right, everyone's gonna ask, like, what is the like? How are these two so, you know, why are they always so close? But yet, there's no physical attraction between them." Uh huh. And truthfully, I have not been pushed into a direction of where I don't think she jealously likes him. And I don't think he, I think he's asexual right now. He has not like went googly at or anything about any of the other girls yet. I mean, he is a demon. Yeah, sure. But the show keeps writing it in and it's almost like it, they know, like they're saying he's not interested in these women. He'll be friends with them. They're cool. They're all serving purposes. But so far it's like, this is the first Time that they're like, no, we're going to keep writing as if everyone's jealous of this guy, which I mean, a couple of them are, but he's not acting on any of it. And uh, the main female character also isn't acting on it, in, in my opinion. What do you guys think about that? Um, so for kind of to your point, I don't think at this point, like Amelia explicitly is interested in him. I think she's definitely conflicted whether or not it's romantic is... I could take arguments either way. I think it will absolutely develop whether in the series or later in the like light novels, the stuff that's not adapted into her having romantic feelings for him, whether he reciprocates them or not. I don't know if he doesn't. And it just becomes like shitty anime harem tropes of every girl was into him and he couldn't give less of a crap than whatever. Um, I think there is a way to play that. This isn't it. And like I said, I guess it just at this point in terms of their relationship, it's fine to have that stuff. It would be fine to have her like even explicitly interested and him kind of doing the same thing as he is with Chiho, where he just doesn't care. But when it takes up so much of that character's time and so much of that character's being hinges around their relationship with him to keep hitting those same notes, especially when I'm not invested in it is just so uninteresting to me. So do you think that she's conflicted romantically right now? Or do you think she's conflicted more? Is he actually good or evil? Or is there a difference between the two? I think it's more the last, I, th- I think it's more the latter. Um, like I said, I, I would, if someone wanted to argue that she is not currently romantically interested in that, in him, I would say fine. I would hear that argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's kind of where I'm it, at at the moment. I, I do think, honestly, like, especially knowing how characterization in, like, anime tends to go, it's pretty clear that if there isn't romantic feelings there, there's going to be later. And then uh, my, other, or my other question I had, when you said you were kind of, like, uninterested in, the, like, every woman going for him thing, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm... This is... You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but this... After we find the reverse Etsukai, am I saying that right? Isekai. Isekai. After the reverse Isekai thing, it pretty much like becomes a very much a slice of life, right? Uh-huh. And uh, this would be the first one I've ever seen anything about. Well, I would say this is a little less slice of life. There's a lot more like plot and exposition than I had anticipated. Okay. Um, and less of them doing mundane things with no real purpose. I do love it when they do that, though. Like, yes, I agree. It brings like a joy to my heart. Gotcha. So I was just kind of like, uh, I was just wondering more like, uh, so like, 
I'm, I'm imagining the sitcom Friends slice of life shit. Uh huh. Are you are you trying to ask if like the the all the girls are interested in the main guy is a slice of life trope? Well, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah. That. That's what's called harem. The like your OG example would be like Tenchi Muyo, um, where you have all these girls that are typically some of them are magical in nature or ancient dragons or whatever, and there's like anywhere from like five to like 12 of them. And they're all interested in this average guy who's just kind of bland and boring. And, and he's not interested in any, typically he's interested in like the equally bland and boring friend from high school. But yeah, it, it, harem is definitely a trope and I could see that this is maybe playing in that space, but if it is, it's not doing anything creative or interesting with it. Well, I'm going to say right now, um, let's go. This is based on a light novel, which I think we talked about last week. And light novels, um, one of the main tropes is, um, like, harems, basically. Like, the main character just gets all the girls for, like, no reason. He just gets all the girls. And this is how it is in, like, a bunch of light novels. Gotcha. And so this one is not the exception. It's just, this is just a really funny, fun anime, which is why I picked it out. And I was just kind of asking all that to kind of determine whether or not I should get my hopes up and say that like it's not going to be the same as what we've kind of seen because I feel like even in the anime that should not be named everyone <laughs> was going for the main guy yep for the most like yeah and like eh, you're right it's it, it's uninteresting after a point and I didn't know if I should expect more of that or if there's like a I bet we're going to get more of that I'm just basically getting my expectations in check I guess with that question I'm going to say with Evangelion I'm going to say it's a little bit different because it, all the girls were not basically going for Shinji. Like, I wouldn't say they was. I mean, we knew Asuka, but Asuka had a problem with, like, she just wanted to be yeah. love. I mean, yeah, you're right. It, it was different reasons, but it was still, like, the same thing. But no, uh, I'm just saying with uh, Evangelion, the problem with Evangelion is the fact that we did not get enough character development for, like, for them to actually like Shinji. You get what I'm saying? Yep, and actually, you hit exactly on my problem with this relationship. I don't feel like Amelia, without her proximity to Mao, is enough of a character for this relationship to be interesting. What do you think about Chiho? Uh, I don't like Chiho at all. Okay, I, I think it's fine. I mean, it just seems like let's go. They both work together, and she eventually got feelings. I accept her infatuation with um uh, with Mao, but I'm kind of sure. like, all right, yeah, let's just yeah. Keep it's going. like okay, Chiho's doing this again. And then, like when it when it comes up, like as long as they don't brag on it and stuff, like it, it feel it's nice. It makes me laugh sometimes, especially when she like fucking like. <laughs> I love when she goes chibi form. Yeah, and then like, it, but we'll we'll and we'll touch on the other thing I don't like about this when we meet the third female character. Yeah, okay. I th I think so too. But we got a lot of that out of the way, so it should yeah. sor shorten some later yeah. conversations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they're running away with LCL. And uh, Lucifer has captured Chiho and is using her as like a magical battery somehow. Yep. I mean, come on. It's just, uh, it, it makes sense. Does it? Uh, Chiho's just super dispelled because he realized her man is from another universe. And she Honestly, she seems pretty all right with it. <laughs> also, she hasn't learned that yet. Yeah. She's, she's pretty cool with it. Yeah, he's chasing them around, shooting at them. He uh, wings Mao. Then the priest pulls up. I fucking just fucking gun. shoots him with oh a gun. My God. Although I have to admit, where did priests get the fucking gun? Guns are banned in Japan. Like it's so random. The yakuza. Oh, 
Okay, you saying the priest showed up in the Yakuza and picked up a gun? Yeah, he went to the Yakuza and was like, one gun, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I played like seven Yakuza games. But I know how I'm it works. I'm just saying, I fucking love it, though, seeing a fucking religious guy just pulls out a fucking gun and shoots somebody. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I just want or I want to watch Orange go legally buy drugs now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I would like one of your finest drugs, please. That's so good. Okay, let's let's get on with this. Uh, Mao comes up with the plan to teleport back to the crowded place, and Amelia is like, "What are you doing? Why did you do that?" For and then an he ambulance? gets lasered through the chest. Lucifer, thinking he's one, oh, wait, goes uh, to. I have a question. Yeah. So, um, I forget. I don't know if this is this scene, but did uh, did Mao says like did Mao say, "Oh, I I don't mind being in a human body," and then he gets like shot or something like that, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, oh, that whole stuff like." Why am I in this human body or something like that? Like, I just think that was just a hilarious line. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he gets shy. He's like, oh, man, why are you? I didn't notice, realize human bodies were so fragile. And I think of you. It was like, what? Yes, you did. <laughs> Which I'm glad she called him out on because, like, bro, how much time do you spend conquering humans? Yeah. Well, he, he also says, um, let's go. He does a, Mal does say to Amelia that this world has done a lot for me. So he doesn't want to ruin it, which I think is really, like, a very interesting thing. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, in this world that, like, Mao is like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with this world. This world is, like, this world is, this world is dope. Last world, like, it fucking screwed me over. Over here, though? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? <laughs> we don't really know much about who did the screwing over in that world. <laughs> It could be argued that he was the one doing the screwing over of that world. When the question, you think the humans just let demons go? No, but again, like, we don't know enough. And as I've said before, if you're going to call someone the demon king, there's connotations that come with that. In our point of view, they didn't let them go. He just left. Uh, no, we, I was talking about before the war. Oh, we have nothing to know about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, Lucifer goes and blows up the highway. But it freezes in midair. What? And Jacked Mao is back. What? No. No. So Mao uh, teleports to a crowded place, and fucking Amelia yells at him, and she's like, "Oh, you just over here so you can catch an ambulance." She yells at that to Mao, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Anyway, do you guys understand the plan why Mao teleported, or do you guys needed more yeah, to describe? Yeah, because he wants it? magic. Yeah. Did you understand, Anthony? Uh, I mean, this is where he explains it, I think. No, he explains a little bit later. Oh, no, I just, I thought he was getting, trying to get closer to home. No, he went to where, like, the, I think pretty close, if not exactly where the earthquakes previously had happened, so there's still plenty of, like, despair in that area that he could use to fuel his magic. And you caught up on that, too? Yes. They, they, they did not mention shit about this. <laughs> well, the Lucifer at the beginning of the episode mentions the despair. Oh, yeah, uh, fueling yeah, yeah, magic. Yeah. So and then yeah. he teleports back to Suzuhara or Sasazuka, whatever. Okay, yeah, I knew despair fueled it, but I, I didn't really care why he went here. Yeah, it was just, it was just a crowded place, so he could get as much magic as he could. Which brings me to a point. We kind of see him doing his whole slice of life stuff, and these decisions when it comes to battle time are actually very intelligent for the most part. Oh, Mao is an intelligent motherfucker. I mean, we realized that in the very first episode, how uh, like how smart he is. Yeah, I would hope so if he was the Demon King. Yeah, and they, but it seems like like we only see that like cunningness come out when like he actually needs it. So it's not like he's hiding it, but I don't know. He's just like playing house, you know. Yeah, because he wants to be a human. 
I, I think he's just really good with, like, I wouldn't say military tactics, but, like, tactics. You know what I'm saying? Like, gathering yeah, information and stuff like that. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has LCO for, to worry about money. Yes. <laughs> but I just think that he's smarter than either they... I, I kind of want to know if, if he's smarter than, like, we see, or is he smarter than, like, everyone sees, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because Amelia always I talks gotcha. about how cunning he is and stuff like that, and LCL's always like, you're a genius, sir, and... But, like, I was just wondering, like, is he smarter than what, like, yeah, it's hard to gauge. And it may be a dumb question, but I think it'd be interesting to find out. I'm just saying, um, we realize in the uh, uh, next few episodes that he's, uh, when he's in in battle with the other restaurant, he's not that small until the very end. <laughs> but, uh, interesting question I got to ask, though. So, Mao is shot dead, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, what's it called? Well, he's... Shot dead with quotation marks. We don't really know he's dead or not. Apparently, demons have more than one heart. But uh-huh. if Lucifer did not fuck up these fucking civilians, wouldn't Mao be dead? What do you guys think? Probably not. No? Okay. He just wouldn't have been able to power up. Okay. I mean, it could have been, but then it would just be... Uh, the anime would have been over. <laughs> uh, I know this is a stupid question, but did you guys really think Mao died right now? No. No. Okay. Okay. I, I was just asking. That's all you guys come down. Don't ask us your stupid question ever again. God, you're so dumb. My bad. Uh, I thought it would have been really interesting, though, if like <laughs> if he would have died and then some like little kid just comes out and be like, I'm the demon king now. And then now it's all him. Oh, or a little kid comes up and she starts crying and she revives him, revive him with hotels. I would have turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it would have been. Oh, this. Oh. Can't wait to write an anime with you, Chris. You're going to so fucking. Like, like, we can't do that. We already said on page 32 that this thing on 35 cannot happen. You're fucking idiot. <laughs> Jack Mao, he slowly starts to drop it. Like, it's slowly coming down because it's heavy. Oh, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, Mao is <laughs> controlling the fucking, um, what do you call it? The bridge. And then Amelia is fucking spacing out. And Mao calls Amelia on it. He's like, he's like, don't space out now. Like, I'm holding up a fucking bridge, Amelia. Can you do something here? Which is so funny. <laughs> yeah, they're still... Yeah. Mom and dad are still fighting. She powers up. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get a full magical girl transformation here. Oh, really, dude? Come on, dude. She's not magical girl. She's a fucking shoujo. He wanted full dark magician girl. Dude, I do not care. I will take a magical girl transformation wherever I can get it. Okay. <laughs> um, They're always so fun. But she gets her... Gre- just the greaves. No fall armor. Uh, her long white hair and her sword gets ready to go after Lucifer. He shoots a single shot, which he immediately deflects into Mao's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, it's, there were some funny moments beforehand, though. Uh, I think Amelia says the devil is so lame. Like, I think he says something and he's like, oh, you're just so lame. And then uh, Mao's like, oh, cool line when you tra- when uh, Amelia transforms. But Amelia says some kind of cool line, and I was like, oh, cool line. <laughs> They're not afraid of, uh, we call it, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. It's not breaking the fourth wall, but calling out, like, tropes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, this next bit especially is definitely, like, clearly being parody. Yeah, exactly. Because we go into a full-on DBZ fight. Oh, so good, this fight. I like this fight. Where, uh, yeah, Lucifer and Amelia just do a bunch of random nonsense slashes at each other before Amelia gets kicked away. <laughs> LCL comes back to reinforce or to help Amelia, but 
he had to go back to the apartment to pick up his cape. That's <laughs> so good. I fucking love that. That's one of my favorite scenes. Uh, I, we have a we have a buddy named Tyro uh, Hiro, and uh, he has watched this anime, and he says this is his favorite line in the entire show. It's very good. I had to go back and get my cape. He says it with like such confidence and intensity too. He's not like meek about. It. He's like, I had to go get my cape. Yeah, the, I think uh, we haven't. I mean, we mentioned them, but we haven't like given props. I like the voice acting in this a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's like the the overdramaticness of it is is pretty fucking fun. Yeah, th- there's a lot of good animation too. I think uh, Amelia especially has a ton of great facial animations and facial expressions. Oh, we did skip that Mao makes a magical barrier, which is another one of those things that they just hand wave. It's like, I made a barrier, so go nuts. And we're like, okay. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like a bullshit moment, but you're like, fuck it. This is a comedy anime, and I'm yeah. having fun, so I'm not going to. They had to give us a reason not to be like, but what about the city? Yeah. And that's fu- and they, they did it. That's fine. I accept it. Yeah, exactly. They just have a laser fight in the sky from far away before he cut back into Amelia using her laser flame slice. <laughs> Um, which Anthony, I'm not sure if you're aware that in anime, especially shonens, whenever people use their abilities, they have to announce them. I love that so much. I don't know why, but I just loved whenever they announce their attacks. I watched Naruto for about 50 episodes. Okay, so you know they have to yell their abilities yeah. in order to use them. Okay, and uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z, yeah, which is so stupid, but something I've come to love. I, I don't know if you talked about this, but Lucifer is actually yelling at Oba that he needs to help out. And Oba's like, I only have so much Celestial Force left. Oh, yeah. The fact that they're bickering up, though, is just funny. They end up taking, uh, LCL and Amelia end up taking down Oba, and uh, Mao sets everything down, and Chiho. Oh, I do like this, though, because uh, Mao sets everything down, and he sticks his hands, like saying he's done hard work, which I think is hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw that, but he was shaking his hand. Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, man, that was heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Chiho shows up, realizes it's Mao, because again, this is a very like big anime trope of uh, someone important is about to go off into a dangerous fight, and they always like, oh, I'll, I'll, don't worry, I won't die because we made this promise or whatever. We're gonna do this together. And his thing to Chiho is one, we'll be late for work, and two, I promise I show you how to fix the ice cream machine. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, like, low, usually it's something, like, sometimes it is actually that mundane of, like, don't worry, I won't die. Then who would you go to the fair with? Or some bullshit like that. Just every anime does it. I've not seen that many animes do it, but I do like this one. I think I've even seen a lot of fucking regular TV shows do that. Yeah. And usually that then that person dies, probably. Uh, then there's a big explosion, and I think that ends the fight. Well, it was, uh, actually, I kind of like, that's the, that was my coolest aspect of the fight, was when, uh, the Demon King, like, <laughs> charged his laser up. Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys know that, like, they were trying to, like, I don't know, because everyone else was just throwing multiple ones, and his, like, extended outside of the, even the fucking, like, the whole magical barrier they put up. It, like, went miles and miles past that, and then he threw it into Lucifer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you talking about a punch? I don't know, they're little circle beams. Yeah, yeah Mao charges laser and it goes like way through the city. Yeah. Like he makes a giant laser. Yeah. This is the big explosion, fights over, and they explain to Chiho, like, oh yeah, he's a demon. I'm which I like. I hate that fucking trope when we just don't tell one of the characters what the fuck is happening. Yeah, they basically just explain who they are to Chiho, and she's like, Yeah, sure, whatever. Who cares? Um those two people come out of the portal. 
finally, just in time. Oh, um, before this, so Oba's tied up, which is kind of funny. And uh, you see Lucifer with puffy cheeks means that he just got beat up. Because it shows, it shows Mao is at work now. And Mao uh, got his, all, all his powers back, but he went back to McDonald's. So it's, that's pretty funny. Because we don't know what happened afterwards. We just know that Lucifer and Oba are dealt with. Yeah. And so we know Mao is at work. And so it gives us a flashback of what happens afterwards. Lucifer took uh, Emilia's wallet because um, Emilia asked Lucifer, how, how did you know about my workplace? And he's like, and he shows the wallet. And everybody's giving crap about Lucifer. He's like, you don't take a woman's wallet, Lucifer. What's wrong with uh, you? Oh, yeah, that, that doesn't even product because <laughs> that comes back a lot. Yeah. And then the two guys show up. The two people from Inte Island or whatever it's called. Yes. And they basically just give us a quick exposition dump of like, oh, hey, the church is maybe bad news. Stuff might be going down on the islands. Uh, Mao fixes everything. Uh, they explain that, oh, the so, so the earthquakes were caused by the sonar pulses, and they were just, like, banging around, looking for people who were thinking about him a lot. That's fucking great. Yeah, which is And that's Chiho. why they were happening around Chiho. Oh, yeah. Because she, I think she, yeah, she freaks out when they say this. <laughs> and I think we get a brief scene in McDonald's, but I don't think it was anything important. Because I, I literally just mo- wrote McDonald's. Um, they did ask if, uh, what's called, Mao is the Demon King? Yeah. And uh, fucking Mao corrects them, like, with a... He's, like, terrible with fear or something. He corrects them, and he's like, yeah, I'm, like, the Demon King. And he flourishes his cape. Or Al Silk flourishes his cape. Which I just think it's hilarious. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah. Oh, um, also, something I forgot. Mao did not know that Amelia was uh, half-angel. He just thought she was... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. Which is... that? That's another good bit of... He's like, oh, I didn't know that. She's like, God, you're real stupid, aren't you? <laughs> like, how did you not know that? <laughs> the girl, the girl uh, never knew that Satan was a smooth operator, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a conversation they had. Oh, okay. And then all of Mao's powers went into rebuilding the whole neighborhood. So he lost all his powers fixing Supposedly. everything back. Yeah. That's all I have for this episode. Uh, Yeah, that is all I got for this episode as well. Anthony, anything else on episode five? No, I'm dry. All right, let's hop into episode six. The Demon King climbs the stairway to school, which I thought he was going to go to school, and I am disappointed that he did not. Wait, b- b- before we go, what do you guys think of uh, episode five? Because episode five is actually like a end piece of what's happening in the plot, if you get what I'm saying. Sure. Um, I liked it. I thought episode five was good, if that's what you mean. Yeah, I mean... And this is when we realize what's happening with everybody, why stuff is happening. I was wondering if you guys wanted to talk oh, about Oh, dude, like, I honestly... So, I'll say now, um, this these next three episodes... Let, six is better, but I'm pretty low on the net, on six, seven, eight. Just because I think I'm so, like, out on, the like, the exposition and the plot of this show. Like, okay. I want to see them do, like, weird human stuff, but I don't care about like the war back home or the anti anti aisles or the church and like all that stuff. Okay. What about you, Anthony? What do you think of the whole plot up to episode five? Yeah, I'm way more down with this demons doing human stuff than I am about like, and the fight scene was pretty cool, but they've definitely embraced the comedy and I know they have to tie it up back to the aisles. And I think what they're doing is okay. I've as long as the as long as it's worth the payoff at the end. And to be fair, they haven't given a whole lot of screen time to all the aisle plot stuff. Like this yeah. is the first big hey, church might be bad. 
Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, they, I think it's almost off the bat. They confused me again somewhere. I have written down, like, I want, I need someone to explain some shit to me. Okay. Well, keep, a, keep an eye on your notes. Oh, uh, something we forgot to talk about though. At the end, uh, Mao does say to Chiho that he cannot go back to into Isle just because he doesn't have enough magic power, but he is, he does have enough magic power to erase from memory. And she's like, no, don't do that. And she yells, yells at him for that. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So then we can get to episode six. Sorry about that. All right. Um, before we jump into six fully, we meet our final main character here, uh, Suzuno Kamazuki. Suzuno, sorry. Uh, voiced by Kane Ito, who does Carrot in One Piece, Campanella in Trails of Cold Steel, and I, Abihara, and Yumi Ozawa in Persona 4. Voiced in the dub by Alex Moore, who did not have anything that I recognized. Not uh, She has a friggin' ton of roles, but nothing that I recognized. So we open this episode, fire on Mao's face, him shouting about demon stuff, burning and eating and all that. <laughs> and naturally, he's out to eat <laughs> like a tonkatsu or yakiniku, I forget the exact term for it, a restaurant with LCL. And he's like, hey man, can you not? We're in public. I'm just saying, if I ever go to Japan, I really want to do one of these. These things look so much fun. What, are you, what, what about you, Owen? Uh, I've done something similar at a sushi place around here. It's, uh, I think it's, I want to say it's tonkatsu. I'm probably wrong. But they, they bring you over like a tiny little stone grill and some raw fish with sauce. And you just like cook it for yourself right at the table. Is it as good as they, it looks in the anime? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, we move on to see that to learn that Mao has been promoted to shift manager or he's going to be promoted to shift manager at the McDonald's. And that's good because Lucifer has spent all their money online shopping. Because <laughs> also Lucifer is their roommate now. Yeah, I think they did hint to that back in episode five that he's like kind of back in line now. Yeah. Mm. Um, we get a fuck ton of exposition with all the robed people. You forget one thing. What does Alcera say to Mao? I don't know. Oh my gosh. We don't remember this stuff. This is our first playthrough. No, I, I just write down notes, unlike you guys. Um, I do too. Uh, I, I got them too. Down. I don't write down conversation specifics. Yeah, I write down what's important <laughs> to me. So Ma- Mao is eating all this meat, and now she's like, can you please eat some vegetables? You're going to ruin your diet. So yeah, when that, oh, yeah, that stuff yeah, that's a good point. I, I, honestly, their nutrition stuff, I'm kind of over that. Oh, no, I, I think it's hilarious. I, I just like a housewife LCO. It's just so funny. I also like mom LCO. Yeah. But. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff with the rogue people giving exposition about the church and Olba, and they're they're sending in someone to go figure out what's going on. Blah 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 blah. Okay, <clears throat> here's we'll go ahead and start here. Okay, oh boy. So Olga Olga apostated, bro. Right? Excuse me. He's an apostate. Sure. Okay, so that means he's against the church. He betrayed the church, right? Yes. So how is the church Correct. still corrupt? Because there's ostensibly there's more people. there's more apostates so the church is not corrupt there's just a few corrupt people that is a very important distinction to me well i, I think actually uh the central road figure who we learn is susano father roboto. basically says to i'm sorry in that name father roboto no no, no susano the, the girl that's oh, talking she's to the them. lead investigator i'm pretty sure she says something to the effect of like that, that basically implies like oh just he got caught and you guys are just covering it up yeah and like that the, the head guy gets kind of like mad and is they have to hold him back so there, there's an implication there that the whole church is in on it to try as like a power grab but he fucked up so they're distancing from him 
that's what I got anyway. Yeah, th- that's what I got from too. Gotcha. So, because all I saw was this this father road figure, I was just like, he needs to get his shit together. And then I think I was still writing notes from the previous scene. Gotcha. <laughs> Initially, I thought that that was Emma returning and telling everyone what happened. Oh, really? You couldn't yeah. tell by the difference in hair color and face I and eyes? I hadn't seen her in a while. <laughs> well, it's also, it's been a full week. Uh, well, since I've seen her specifically in the aisles. Oh, gotcha. What her avatar in the aisle looks like. But she powered up last episode. She put her greaves on, kid. <laughs> she Her hair grew, too, and changed color. But you, you see what I'm saying, though? I really thought, because I was writing notes down. I saw a girl talking to rope people, and I look up, and this rope dude's losing it. I look down, there's a rope person. I look down and write more notes, and then the scene was over. Gotcha. So, I mean, yes, all men, do. we do not get characteristics very well. Hair color and eyes and shit, but... This one okay, got, maybe I you. Wrote down, uh, hashtag not all men, thank you. Yeah, I know, really, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. It's pretty... It's not that hard to see that there's a difference there, but okay. She's laying on my notes. Um, yeah, I mean, and also, like I said, I was writing notes, going down, coming up, going down, and I just see a girl and hear a voice. and Totally understandable. I miss stuff doing the same um, thing. Th- that's why I paused the video, and that's why it takes me 40 w- minutes to watch one video. Yeah, no, see, that that would just bring me out of the story. And yeah, not, same. I'd, I'd stop. <laughs> I, I pause, like, maybe once an episode. I pause, like, six times. Okay, that makes more sense, because when I got to the episode where we see, when we see what she looks like in the real world, I was like, I bet that was her. Gotcha. And then, uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing until the, I keep figuring out the fucking landlady. <laughs> My first note, immediately back from here, is, uh... Is Lucifer Hikikomori, <laughs> which, as we will learn explicitly, yes, yes, he is. What does that mean? Dude? Uh, Hikikomori is shut in. Oh, okay, that's funny. Because he's sitting around with his trash and his empty bottles and his, like, yes, and his laptop, and he he has like the droopy eyes and the kind of messy hair. It's like, oh, they they just went full neat with him. Yeah. What do you know? What neat is? Um, I forget what it stands for. Do you know what it is, Anthony? Do you know what neat is? N-E-A-T? N-E-E-T. No. Uh, not in education, employment, or training. Oh, is that like a Japanese thing? I don't know where it originated. I know Hikiko Mori is a Japanese thing. Yes, it's a Japanese thing. Like, it's specifically talked about in Japanese. I have never heard it in American or anything like okay. that. But basically what it means is a sudden, a person who just stays inside their house and is on the computer. Yeah. And also, we see that he's buying a video game on his laptop. Well, that's because we find out later that he dropped his old one. Well, he's buying a game. He's not buying the system. <laughs> but, um, what's God? They agree for Lucifer to stay there because he's looking for magic on the internet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, wow, the internet's real cool. And he's like, I can hack. Watch. And they call Amelia at her call center. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, what's up? Guess what Lucifer can do? <laughs> Amelia shows up at McDonald's, and we just kind of get more exposition that we've already done. Oh, uh, but in McDonald's, they're selling jalapeno fries. They are selling jalapeno fries, which that sounds all right. That do sound pretty good, actually. Uh, we realize that Oba is in police custody, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. And then we see the fucking envelope under the fucking door oh god oh my god this is by far the dumbest and the funniest thing i've ever seen i keep forgetting about the fucking (laughs) landlady (laughs) well before before we get to that actually we see both um lucifer and lcl uh looking for spooky spots 
around Japan so that they can go see if they oh, hold yeah. magical energy or like a gate or a demon came through there at some point or something. <laughs> My sister walked in. She goes, "What are what's going on now? And I was like, they're looking for haunted houses. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, then we get the landlady postcard, which uh, it takes we out. Lucifer passed out. Yeah, it, it takes Lucifer and LCL out of commission and they have to save Mao from looking at it. Yeah, Ma- Mao is void. Now Mao comes in. He's void. He's like, "Oh my gosh, did we get attacked or something like that?" And, and he's about to look at the pixel, and LCL comes out of the fucking bathroom. He's like, "Don't Sio, please don't." <laughs> Which I think is funny. I enjoy it. They just, they just keeps calling him sir, sire, please, no sire. Yeah, sire, please do not. I'm not worthy of your praise, sire. <laughs> so we learn that the school is haunted, or that they have a the old schoolhouse has a closed-off classroom that is haunted because a kid disappeared there. So Mao goes to check out the school, and uh, Chiho has her weird yaoi friend. Okay, so this is something I want to discuss about. So do you know what yaoi is? Nope. Was that, was that a nope or a yep? Sorry, no. Okay, yeah. Yaoi is uh, male-on-male gay hentai. Is that? Okay, so my sister was watching, and I was like, she went all crazy or whatever when she was explaining to like, yeah, that's her roommate. And they're yeah. like, they're both guys on the same futon. She's like, no, you're reading into this. And then she started flipping her shit. And I looked over at my sister. I was like, do you know what the fuck this is? <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, I kind of do, but I don't at the same time. And I believed her. So is that what the, it's just it's just like a, a girl fandom thing of loving no, two guys? I mean, yes, it is. I mean, you can be gay and into yaoi or bi or whatever into yaoi. Anyways, what I wanted to talk about. I wish we had a goal on this podcast. Goal, sorry. But supposedly this is a Japanese thing. I've I've seen it in several animes, but there's a girl who's obsessed with Yaoi. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if it's like a thing. There was a part there was a podcast that I do watch sometimes, and there was a, a woman who enjoys like the whole men on men thing. Like see like you know what I mean? And I'm just wondering if it's like a thing in Japan or not. I mean I'm sure it is because I, I have seen it in I don't know if I've seen it in anime, but I've definitely like seen that character type in games who is like very into Yaoi. Yeah. And so I'm just wondering because um because I know in the in the States where we live at, like I never hear any of this fucking stuff. So I knew anime girls in high school that were like openly <laughs> those and, Yaoi types. Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. And then here's another trope. The school stories trope. I've seen this in a mm-hmm. bunch of anime. It's not a trope in America, right? Um, I feel like the haunted school will definitely show up in like a bunch of like probably young adult fiction, but I honestly don't know that much of it. I mean, anime is young adult fiction, though. Yeah, but I mean, like Western stuff, too. Anytime there's a sitcom show, I think there's eventually a haunted school or a haunted something to do with school. I can't think of anyone that I'm community. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Their school is on a hell mouth. <laughs> what, what would you say about Community? Because Community has like Halloween episodes, but I don't think they have school stories of yeah, random I stuff mean, happening. Oh, school stories. Sorry, I thought you just meant like like scary. I put no scary no, in quotes in happening in a school. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, they don't have in, a school story. I don't think per se. In in Japan, this shows up a bunch of times. Is mm-hmm. urban legends, and it happens all the time. They. There's sometimes episodes dedicated to urban legends, which is this episode is dedicated to urban legends. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make a broad sweeping cultural statement. Oh, let's do it. That I apologize if I'm incorrect, but the impression that I get is that 
uh, Japan is a lot more spiritual than us. Oh, okay. So that's why these urban legends tend to crop up because they're much more about, not like about ghosts and stuff, but like they're more likely to ha- have some, put some weight on spirituality and superstition than we are, where we're all just like cynical and shit. Okay. I want to take the time to mention also how uh, I really enjoy this. This happens throughout the scene, but I'm going to go ahead and touch it now. I love how scared Mao is this whole scene. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to. So do you want to talk? Uh, did you write down the notes of all the open legends? Because I do not. I have didn't. Them. No, I didn't because I, I was actively thinking about it while she was lifting, listing them off. And I didn't think any of them were like that funny or interesting to write them down. There's only a couple that I know, which is the one that the fucking classroom that's boarded up, the stairway that uh, has that has one extra step going up or down. (laughs) Yeah, one of those. Which I just think is hilarious, and um, that's pretty funny. But and the last one is the soul one with the shell phone, which um, whenever you, uh, I'm gonna it's like whenever you leave the school or something like that. No, when when you learn, no one knows the seventh one because when you learn all seven, you get a call on your cell phone that steals your soul. Um. There's noise. They're they're infiltrating as they're infiltrating the store, the schoolhouse. There's noise behind them, and they get ready for demons or ghosts <laughs> or whatever. Which I don't know why demons are afraid of monsters, but <laughs> we'll move past that. Uh, it could be the fact that they're in human bodies and they can't fight like the yeah movie. whatever. LCL is ready to go. He's got his postcard. <laughs> Pulls out his talisman and it's the funniest shit ever. This is the callback, which I love. This is a great callback. Go on, Owens. No, yeah, that that is the that that's the whole thing of this scene. Oh, he's he ready to so roll much. with that postcard. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Why do you have a postcard?" He goes, "It worked on us, didn't it?" Didn't it? And then they're like, "Yeah." Um, so good. And of course, the footsteps ends up being Amelia. She shows up. Uh, Chiho asks her to put on the guest shoes, and they immediately ditch her. Oh, no. So, see, she goes to this whole tirade about, like, whole being a hero or something like that. And then, uh, fucking, they did the statue substitutions issue, which they just put statues over there. Yeah. And she's, and she's by herself. <laughs> um, they run away from her a bit, and they hide in, I guess, like, a science room. And she, they're hiding behind the table. Amelia comes in sees a figure, pulls out her sword and chops it, destroying that anim- anatomical model <laughs> and does one of my favorite things in anime, actually. The completely unwarranted, but 100% self-assured and overconfident, just the yosh, yosh. Yeah, which is like a, it's like an affirmation thing where, where, where we might go like, yeah, or nice. Oh, okay. Or, and it can be used for different, like yeah, you can yell it too, but yeah, it's just an affirmation thing. But just the way she destroys that anatomical model is immediately like, yeah, good job, V. Hell yeah! <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? How is that good? Um, so I think it's great because in that scene, you do see everybody covering up their heads when the Marion shows up. You, you you get to see all three of them covering up with their heads, which I thought was funny. Um, and then they go to this whole tirade about how expensive it is, and I was like, I'm not helping you it pay could for be that. Real expensive, <laughs> yeah, you gotta fix it. <laughs> He's like, "Why don't you fix it?" He goes, "You made a problem." And uh, I think Mao says, "Is it normal for heroes to come and just use their swords?" <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> the fact that demon guy is saying that, I do wonder sometimes how much, like, how much 
she gets she would have been called out in like the aisles for doing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mal is like on her ass like that, like the whole series about that's really not hero like of you. Yeah. And then Mal's like, why should I use magic to cover up your butt? Because I think Mal can fix it with his magic. <laughs> and then, uh, was it Al Seo says, what? This one only has one heart. Which we now realize that demons have more than one heart. Which I think is just a really funny aside. Yeah. Uh, they find the room, see that it's not sealed. Someone's already been in or out of here. <gasps> and they open the door and it's immediately clear that Lucifer was living there. <laughs> Um, and they find his PS Vita, uh, and he calls him. Is like, hey, is there a game system on the floor there by any chance? Or did you find anything? That's the one where he's like, every five seconds with you. It's like, oh, so that's where I left it, huh? Wow, thought so. They get mad. I'm like, oh, so you're the one who opened the gates? Like, oh, did I not mention that? Oops, <laughs> did I mention that? Uh, they go to leave. Uh, there's Udon on the ground outside. What is Udon? It's a thick noodle. Oh, okay. I thought it was the name of someone, like the package was addressed to someone named Udon. Nope. <laughs> it was just a package of Udon. I, I wrote down the name. I was like, okay, we'll figure out who this fucking guy is now. Which I'm assuming at this point is a reference to Su- uh, Susano. Yeah, Susano. LCL is being mom again. Oh, no. Um. So LCL, wait, does he drop the picture over here? When did you drop the picture? Uh, so, there's, I did write something about the postcard, but I didn't write the specifics, so I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I think this is beforehand, but yeah, Mal sees the picture and he just passes out again, which is another callback, which is funny. Oh, sure. I think that's at the very end, right? Yeah. And then uh, LCO's telling Lucifer that he only has one hour of gaming per day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. And then we see the new character. Yeah, Mal is going, coming home, and a girl falls down the stairs. Do people not know how to fucking walk on stairs in Japan? No, I think it's these like. Is it just? These I don't know what her things? problem is. I think the the joke with Amelia is that she can't do heels. But yeah, she she falls down the stairs. Mao catches her. We see her. I was ninety five percent certain that she was gonna smirk, but she doesn't. She just passes out, I guess. And we move on to episode seven. Episode seven: The Devil's Budget is saved by neighborliness. We learn that Susano has moved next door and gives them a big box of udon as a moving in gift, but which I think is reverse. Maybe new neighbors give people stuff in Japan. I don't know. But uh, do anyone have anything about like this opening scene? Or I don't have a lot in this episode. I think it's kind of a stinker. But I just have the new simp neighbor sent <laughs> by the landlady. <laughs> um. So we see her. We sent. We see her hand a box of noodles to Mao. And we realize that the udon noodles are actually super heavy because Mal can't um, lift them. So you know what that means? It's heavy and she's strong. Yeah, it means that she's strong. I think, I mean, very soon after she said something to like... Amelia? Yeah, that uh, she's like a warrior. Yeah. I'm just saying she has a petite figure, so I didn't know she had muscles. I didn't, see, I didn't know she lift. It's that traditional garb, bro. Yeah. I love the fact that she wears a kimono thing. I'm just like, that's just really fucking cool. And then she talks about Mao about how she got, um, that she was sent in by the landlady, and then you see the postcard sticking out of her. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's, is it a belt or something? I don't know what that is. Um, it has a name. I forget what it is. It's, is it a sash or something? No, it has like a name. Like I said, it has, I mean, yes, it's a sash, but it has. Yeah, and then Mao's like, no, 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 don't show me. Don't show me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, 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 Yeah, and then, uh, we realize that fucking Mira gets a package from, um, 
you get is it Emerald? Emerata? Emerata. Who's the small girl from the portal? Yeah, which she's <laughs> I guess an alchemist. Yeah, because she's just in some lab apparently now. She grabbed one of those real quick. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, I sent that one day ago. That's really cool. Like, she's just, she's just happy with all this, like, human, with all this old technologies we realize in Because she's eating Pocky in one of the scenes, which I think it's hilarious. Ah, uh, excuse me, Baki. Oh, is it Baki? I did not see <laughs> that it was well, named Baki. Pocky is like, they probably would have had to license it, so they called yeah. it Baki. Okay. And then we realize that um, as long as Amir drinks these celestial medicine that... Celestial force. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, God, what was it? It was something stupid. It's like B, but I don't know what the B is. It was like Hevitin or Vitamin Beta or something. Yeah, It was like some weird mix of heaven and vitamin, I think. Okay. But yeah, it'll give her celestial force. I dead-ass thought that she was, (laughs) went back into the aisles. Nope. She's just hanging out. Where'd the dude at? (laughs) Who knows, man. Uh, Amelia is stalking them again because she's got nothing better to do. This is a really fucking weird scene. Yeah, this was the fan service of her, right? Yeah. yeah, I honestly, I saw this and I was just like, I'm, if neither of them brings it up, I'm just going to blow past it. It's not worth talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's the only that, time that's I, how I felt about it. this whole Caesar series. Ugh. Um, we see that Susano is fucking helping them out all over the place. Yeah, trying to teach Lucifer to do anything yeah if i wouldn't get your knee-jerk reaction orange i wouldn't say it well <laughs> who care like uh it, dude that entire scene was such a waste of time even without that just her sitting out there drinking water was like what are we doing <laughs> uh, i think that that did do something it established that it's hot so that okay. way in the next scene you can see that it it basically gives an excuse for Susano, right? For her to be inside the house. Susano. Susano, sorry. So it basically gives like it's it's a they did it. I think they did it okay. I just don't think they needed that the weird see through stuff. I ain't sure, whatever, make people happy. Uh, but they did it to establish that it's hot, so therefore what's his face has heat stroke, LCL has heat stroke now, he's pat he's he's cocked <laughs> out. And who's sure. gonna take care of the house? Well hey, we have a new neighbor, her name is Susano. And that's why mm. it gives her a reason to be in the house. I, I hate the fact that LCO is sick. Like, yeah, fuck that, dude. Yeah, I I loved you in your scenes. And the fact that you're just laying down, like, it's kind of sad. because and that's why Chris doesn't like this episode. Yeah, I was honestly going to say, maybe that is, that's why I was so checked out of 7 and 8. Like, no LCL, man. What what are we doing? Amelia <laughs> is still stalking, which I think is funny, because I don't know why. Uh, they, these guys are like, they're not doing shit. Like. Come on, Amelia, just leave these guys alone. Yeah. Um, surprise, Amelia falls down the stairs again. God. <laughs> Damn it. Mal catches her. Yeah, and then they just talk in the apartment nope. about stuff they've already... What? Mal catches her, and then fucking Amelia freaks out and punches and kicks Mal. Oh, sure. For she no reason. Yeah. Him. And then they talk about it, and Mal is bragging the fact that he got the shift manager with a fucking, um, what's it called, toilet paper up his nose. Was that, I think it's funny. Uh huh. Yeah, I do appreciate that they kept that in his nose like the entire sequence of scenes. I, I think that's so funny because everybody's like, oh, great, your shift manager, I'll wait for you. And Mal was just so happy about it. Hell yeah, man. Only like <laughs> a couple months ago, he was a part timer. Now he's a fucking shift manager, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's on the come up. And um, how do you fall down the stairs again? I think it's funny. Uh, she doesn't fall down the stairs yet. 
Um, they, they have that conversation in the apartment, which again, other than the shift manager, I don't think there's anything really new or interesting um, until Amelia pulls Susano outside to think like, oh, she, cause it's like, oh, are you also after Mao? <laughs> and like, this was where I fucking giant groan, dude. Who? <sighs> so you're saying that they got you though? No, because I don't think they did. Oh, you think she's still after him in that way? Uh-huh. Oh, I think she will be. All right, we'll see. Monkey, don't say anything. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think that she will be. And also, it's just like, I don't know, man. I feel like the character should be smarter than this. I was with you when this happened. I was like, fuck, here we fucking go. Uh, Amelia's fucking, uh, what's it called? She is still a teenager. I think she's 17. And uh, she's been fighting for her whole life, so she has not had no, like, social, like, life. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, I, but Susano, I, I don't know, man. It, it just felt like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, let's see how long they drag this out. No, no, Susano, um, the next episode, which I think is pretty funny about the, what happens because of this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just a huge misunderstanding, but I think it's really funny. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, the payoff was okay, but uh, yeah, this part, this part to me just felt like, what are we doing, guys? At the time, I felt that, but after the, we get the payoff, I was like, okay. But if it comes back to fruition, I'm going to be a little mad. Uh, yeah. Then Amelia falls down the stairs again. <laughs> we, don't, we don't see it. I think we just hear it. No, no she, oh, no, she, she falls like most of the way down, and uh, Susan O walks back in, and is like, and Mao's like, oh, yeah, did she make it past the like K block <laughs> or something? And she's like, ah, no, she made it most of the way. <laughs> okay, whatever. And then I think uh, Amelia is talking on the phone with Omelda? Uh, yeah, she's talking on with Emirata again, and we just got another exposition dub of who cares. Yeah, from but, my perspective. But I think Emelda is actually pretty funny because he's like, "Oh, um, let's hang up the phone right now. You might get a really big phone bill." Yeah, she's a pretty fun character, but dude, I was so checked out in that conversation. No, I know. And then um, we get the scene with the fucking blunt box. Well, first of all, Mao is getting to play ship. Uh, the the manager tells him like, "Hey, I'm going away. You." You're going to be in charge while I'm gone, buddy. I told you she comes You're back. not quite shift manager yet. Consider this your trial run. Yeah. You have And then he goes back? on. Yes, more manager, please, still. Always more manager. <laughs> uh, unless she becomes into Mao, then I'm out. <laughs> Monkey's just like, I got news for you. <laughs> that, wait, that's a Skype quit sound. I don't know what the Discord quit sound is. Um, he goes on break with Chiho and pulls out his fancy lunchbox that's, that Susano prepared for him. God, this uh, is such a good fucking scene. Yeah, it's pretty good. Th- this is definitely Chiho's highlight. Oh, uh, yeah. the music when the battle music's opening. When they're oh my god, oh, I said that so fucking battle music. Good. So good. I was very happy. But yeah, so she sees it. The, they open the top, and she's like, it's New Year's dishes. And he's like, yeah, you want me to open the second part? And then boom, inner monologue. She's like, it's the most intense moment of her life. Like, she's preparing to go to war. And she even says, like, no, I'm not mentally prepared. And if you're aware of the the uh, the subreddit perfectly cut screams, I think this belongs on there because when he finally pulls up the the second layer and it's that heart decoration, yeah, and like the music cuts, she screams for like half a second that just hard cuts. <laughs> it's so good. We go back to Amelia doing some shopping, just kind of listlessly realizing that oh, I always buy the same stuff every time I go shopping. And someone with a mask runs into the door 
<laughs> Amelia goes to fight him and oh, yeah. shoves the worker into the corner. Do you guys, this is a theory, but do you guys know, do you guys think you guys know the reason why the masked guy went to the door? Uh, he's blind. So he doesn't know how doors work. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. He doesn't know automatic doors. That yeah, makes more he, sense. Yeah, that's the way I was like, why would he? I'm like, oh, wait, he's probably from another. Yeah, he's. I kind of picked funny. up on because, yeah. I mean, he started firing lasers and stuff. And I I saw him run into the door and I was like, that's pretty funny. Like, yeah. I, did, I didn't laugh. but I was like, I noted, you know. Yeah, exactly. yeah I didn't even consider that. That's and a then, good catch. Uh, yeah, they started fighting. And I never really kind of up until now thought about it again. But that makes so much sense. Yeah. Uh, monkey, don't answer. Do you have a theory of who this masked figure is? Uh, manager from SFC. Okay, great. We're on the same page. <laughs> um, uh, kinda. So, <clears throat> I think I thought it was him. Uh, but did she say something about him smelling or anything when they were fighting? No. Okay, because like he keeps bringing up his fucking cologne. Everyone does. Mm. Too. Like, so that's that's kind of where I was like SFC manager, but. I was saying this. Uh, this this guy he um uh, pulls out a scythe, and the scythe is one of my favorite weapons in animes ever. Scythes are pretty cool. It's pretty dope. I love scythes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was kind of actually a little upset in that because he pulled out a scythe. He swings it once, and he starts shooting laser beams out of his eyes. Yeah. I, I was just happy to see a scythe because scythe is one of the worst weapons ever when you think about it because it's not like oh, it's not practical. It's not practical at all. Um, I will say I'm a little disappointed that like. I get why, but I'm a little disappointed Amelia doesn't ever get to, like, fucking destroy somebody. Because she's supposed to be, like, the legendary hero that's responsible for banishing the Demon King and his armies. Well, you see, if Amelia didn't have all her people, she can't do shit. We realized that in the first episode. I think that sucks. Because she was very much holding her own in the flashbacks. Or, like, the, the war scenes. She had two other people with them. Mm. With her. You gotta remember that, dude. Remember, the humans fight Dory, unlike the demons. I still think that sucks. <laughs> it might suck, but he's right. Monkey is right. It, has, it is established. Yeah, I get, yeah, you're not wrong, but... I, I agree with you, though, because Amelia should be, like, stronger, because he's the one that raised up the humans to fight off the demons. And, I mean, honestly, I think they're playing it well. I haven't read too much into this, what you guys are talking about, but it, every time, like, he was, like, fucking, bla like, started blasting at her. And then she's like, dodge, dodge, dodge. She's like, I don't have the magic to do this, so I'm out. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it means anything, you know, and obviously, like, she can't just destroy Lucifer and she can't just kill this guy because he has to be a character later. And that's what I mean by it makes sense. The people, the only people she fights are recurring characters. It'd be, oh, you know, they, they could have done something like that or like send like him at plus two minions and she just destroys the two underlings. Yeah, sure. I'll ride a strongly worded leather with you. Great. Um... <laughs> But yeah, she's fighting him, and then the shop guy comes out and throws like oranges or something at him. Yeah, no, um, what's good? He's shooting eye beams at all, and she's blocking the sword, and she realizes the sword is um, what's good? losing its celestial form because of the eye beams. Right. And the guy comes out with oranges and throws it at the guy. Yeah. Which this guy's a giant dork, and it's kind of great. Yeah. And then uh, Chiho calls Amelia. <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> To talk, uh, this is to talk about Susano, right? Yep. About the lunchbox. Yeah, to talk about the lunchbox and how she needs her help. And that's pretty much the end of episode seven. Anything else on episode seven? Uh, I really did like the. Uh, I, I called out to the music twice in this episode: once for the lunchbox and once for that the that art or the the fight 
between the the masked man M was fantastic. Like it was just JRPG as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was down. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, just a music shout out. Uh if we get enough patrons number to be determined me and anthony will do a let's play of a jrpg oh, dude, I'm down why would you do that that's so long let's go baby dude, i love jr i love jrpgs i got 120 dude, if I could hours sit there and watch anthony play like persona 5 royal fucking yeah, yeah. Oh, i got go. 120 hours let's do it so episode eight the hero barges into a fight uh amelia and chiho off the back of the conversation ending seven, go to visit. And, of course, Suzuno opens the door, much to Chiho's dismay. And Chiho <laughs> just loses her mind. She just has uh-huh. a fucking stroke right there. Yeah, I think Amelia, like, propels Chiho for battle. She's like, oh, don't be awkward and stuff like that. She's, she's like, oh, and it's just Chiho just loses her mind. Yeah. But it's cool, because then they get to cooking and talking about cooking. Who brings their own bowl? She brought lunch. Chiho did? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, brought, she brought lunch for Mao. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she just happened to have a bowl, like, just tucked behind her fucking, like... No, so I, I think, like, we established um, in a... Redacted. Um, Even... <laughs> that's why I said redacted. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't matter. I want fucking Anthony to beep every fucking even... There is. Yes. Galeana. Well, now we can just cut all that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like we established during that, um, I think in at least Japanese culture, cooking food for someone is much more intimate than it is here. That's so weird to me. It makes sense, though, because you're putting work into making the food like I I like this. It's better than buying flowers and giving chocolate like that's such like a cop out to do. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's probably not like I'm going to go ahead and wildly speculate here. Let's do it. Um, it's maybe it's just a sign of caring and affection. I'm cool with that. And a more reserved culture perhaps sees that as like an open display of basically being like, Hey, I care about you. And like as uh fucking macho and detached as our culture likes to be, we don't assign that, that same affection and caring to preparing a meal for somebody. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think there's just different cultural annotations on it because there's a, we buy an acoustic guitar and write a shitty song. No, no. Cause I mean, if you think about dating, like usually one of the, one of the steps of dating is when you invite someone over, you cook for them, which that doesn't make yeah, sense, but, but just they're casually cooking for their friends. But, the, but see, it's not well, well in Chiho's case, it's not like casually. Yeah. I, I, I can't fully explain it. I just know from my exposure to anime and anime adjacent things that cooking a meal and sharing it with that person is seen as like an intimate gesture. Um, Make some girls Lucifer some sleeping in a box. I was a <laughs> oh, hope boy. I was yes. <laughs> Which, my, dude, I I feel I, I identify with Lucifer on so many levels. Dude, man's got really? some privacy. Yeah. Well, we talked about how he's a hikikomori. Um, he likes to sleep in boxes. Oh, this <laughs> reminds me. Um, what's it called? Does Susano's name mean anything? Do you know? I don't know. Well, oh, okay. I guess at some point we do learn her real name is Celestia Bell. But I also don't know if that means anything. So hit us up on the Twitter if you know what it means. Um, then they, they sit down to eat all the food. And of course, Lucifer is excluded. Again, I identify with Lucifer. Um, <laughs> he has to eat a poke bowl again. <laughs> uh, do I, and I love during this whole conversation. And the fact that I guess it never came up again. Lucifer in the background is the whole in the whole time is like, Hey, I thought we had fresh fish. Hey, what's up with the fish? I thought we had fish. What's going on? Where's the fish? 
just literally nonstop through that entire conversation of them uh, at the table. It's kind of cool that they cut in that dialogue in the background. Which reminds me, um, here's my hot take, which I'm almost certain is wrong now. I, th- I still feel like the heat wave was a misdirect because I think LCL is being poisoned by Suzuno so she can get closer to them. It's not actually heat, heat uh, exhaustion. My hot take is Orange is reading into this comedy too much. <laughs> <laughs> Mao tells Suzuno, like, hey, you could come work at the McDonald's if you want. That's to read the room, my guy. So that'd be a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much everyone else, including Lucifer, is like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? Um, she considers it, which I'm a little disappointed that to this point, she's not currently working at the McDonald's. But Yeah, although we know she has money. <laughs> she has yeah. a lot of money. Mao goes to walk uh, Chiho home. They're walking. Oh, okay, this is before this. Okay. So, uh, what's good? So, they're talking about getting um, Susano some clothes because her clothes is outdated. And um, what's called? And they talk about money and stuff like that. And Lucifer's like, oh, don't worry. Uh, Amelia has money. And so he goes, touches Amelia's purse. And Amelia's like, no, she's like, get away from the purse. I don't want no neat germs on my on my purse. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's not contagious. Yeah, it's like, it's just funny. Sorry, I was lost on my note. Chiho basically goes on her whole thing of like, hey, I like you. And that's, I know you're a demon, but I knew you before I was a demon. Which actually, she actually does something really cool here that I liked. And was way more poignant than I expected this show to ever get. She says that, like, oh, I started liking you before I knew you were the demon king. Or or I started liking you, and to that extent, she started liking him on her own before she knew anything about him. So when she stops liking him, that'll also be on on her own, not because of something else, not because he's the Demon King, not because of Amelia, but Uh, just when it happens. I do love the fact that she actually tells him too, so she's like, it's no like fucking, you mean it's like out in the open, it's not fucking secretive or anything like that. Like Mal knows that she likes him and stuff like breaking that. all kinds of anime stereotypes in my book yeah uh, kind of yeah it's and refreshing what, it's a she... nice little breath of fresh air dude this is your fourth anime i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> dude, i mean they still do the shit in non-animes too yeah yeah but uh yeah i agree with owens though like i do love the fact that she was like yeah i liked you before like knowing about your past like i, I like the person you are instead of the person you was yeah exactly so, very important part. Doolahan shows up again. God damn it. <laughs> I figured you would have waited because there's going to be a time to talk about Doolahan. Oh, no. Um, Which is right after this. Yeah. So, Doolahan shows up again, and Mao is walking Chiho with Doolahan. And um, I think Chiho is like, too bad that doesn't have like his saddle seat or something like that. Doesn't have a seat for me to sit on. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty fun scene, actually. And then and he's like, yeah, but you get fined for that. Yeah, you get fined 20,000. like, yeah, I know. But like- <laughs> she was like, yeah, so that's not the point. The point <laughs> was, I think it's all funny. Okay, then we get to the whole scene about Chiho's confession, which I like. Yeah, and then we and get then to a really fucking funny scene. Susano shows up. Susano shows up and. And when she always says, how much did you hear? And she tells her, like, oh, I basically hold everything. <laughs> and she just starts running away with Doolan. Takes Mao's bike, Doolan, and just starts running away, which is so funny. Yeah. Then we get to Amelia and Suzuno rehashing the conversation from earlier. Um, in the train, They're in the train station. They start arguing about, 
you know, it's like, oh, I thought you liked him. And she's like, no, I thought you, I know you're the hero. And oh, I thought no. you were actually warning me. Um, We do get the scene where it's, um, what's it called? There's Susano um, realized you can pay watermelons for pa- passages. Oh, which, sure. Yeah, it was, I just think it's hilarious. I love it whenever they talk about the old stuff. Whereas, I don't know if you noticed, know Anthony, but uh, with the way Susano is talking, it's like old language. So it's like Shakespeare compared to us, our language. Yeah, you're. Wa- are you watching the sub, Anthony? I'm watching the dub. Oh, sorry, sub, sub, sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub, sub, okay, sub. yeah. So th- that's why she always says like "good Mao," "good Amelia," or whatever. Like she always refers to people as like "good something," and that's why it's translated that way because it's a very old type of speaking, gotcha. or old way of speaking. Which I'm sorry, there, there was a bunch of like animes when this happens when someone's just comes up from like the old times was i just love i love that stereotype whenever someone's speaking old language i really like the either out of time or like not human person learning to be human when it's done well and there are definitely moments in this series where it does both of those things very well i still to this day think about when they first come out like to the cops and yeah. he's like, no one talks to my sir that way! And, like, fucking puts his hand <laughs> out to do magic and nothing happens. Yeah, I'm gonna say the very, like, the very first episodes are, like, one of my favorite parts about this anime. I mean, it's still good. It's just not as good as the beginning. But Susano basically tells Amy that she comes from the gate, like, they finally understand. And there's this mi- miscommunication. And I-, I wrote down this conversation because I love this conversation, but Susano's like, didn't, you- didn't it strike you as odd? A, a sweet young girl such as myself who's just moved in and then uh, Mary's like who calls herself that mm-hmm. yeah that that was pretty good and Susan was like venturing into an all male home and slaving away for them it's ridiculous and Mary <laughs> and um I just think that's so funny it's just that little dialogue with them the yelling is like come on Amelia think like that's the stupidest thing ever what like what are you doing here is this so funny I, my favorite part about the scene is, I, I don't know exactly when it happens, but they represent Amelia's thought process with two rabbits chopping wood. Yeah. Yeah, that was and pretty I funny. I really love that visual for some reason. I think it was immediately after she puts the dots together, like, after him did not mean after him. And I think she's the <laughs> two rabbits. Yeah, it's a very funny oh, image. so dumb. <laughs> And this is where we learned that Suzuno is Crestia Bell, the head, like... Investigator. It, she's head investigator, but we also learned that I believe she's working for, like, an Inquisition. So I think she's... Just, I don't know if she, she's... Okay, she's probably not, like, a head Inquisitor, but she's a head investigator for an Inquisition, at least. That's kind of what I got, is that she was the head of the investigation thing, and that... And I, it seemed like to me that... I don't know if we got that here, but, like... I think Mao even mentioned something later. It was basically like a rebranding. It used to mean acquisition. Oh, okay. It's kind of the, the thing I got. Yeah, it's a rebranding. They was talking about that. Oh, yeah. And then we get to the whole scene with the fucking... Uh, Susano does not understand technology whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because he can't get through the gate, which is really funny. He's, he's just so mad he can't get through the gate. And he, sees fall, he falls down on an scale because he doesn't understand the steps move up. Yeah, I thought she was going to get caught. <laughs> yeah. that That's pretty good. And later when she's like yelling at it, at the, um, it's, it's late. It's much later. Yeah, but she's yelling she's at saying, the She's saying like, thing. I did it all on my own. And she's yelling at the, the ticket 
dispenser yeah, thing. Yeah, it was just so Like, funny. how much more do you want from me? It's <laughs> pretty good. But yeah, the the whole restaurant scene is pretty interesting. Yeah, because for one, we learned that, oh yeah, I learned all my fashion and how to act from samurai movies. Wait, are they real samurai movies or do you know? I don't think so. I don't think I recognized any of them. Okay. Um, but it, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I have to imagine if they were real samurai movies, there would have been like one big Kurosawa in there. But yeah, um, but that that's always a nice touch, especially since she was like, oh, my favorites were these ones, though. And like she wasn't just studying at a certain point. She's like, fuck, yeah, samurai movies. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, yeah. They, they call one like Lone Lion and Cub or something, which Lone Wolf and Cub is a real series. So, yeah, they, they were probably parodies on actual series or actual movies. I don't know if you caught this, but it was just a really interesting thing is whenever they open up the, mm-hmm. yeah, the, oh, what's it, the cream and they spill yeah. it and they clean it up and both of them are just cleaning up their mess. And I was just like, that's just a nice little tidbit. You know what I mean? I just like that. The way I saw it was that, uh, Susan O was literally just copying Amelia. Oh, really? I didn't like, I'm that. pretty, I, I didn't rewind to see, but Amelia, she opens hers in a little spills and then it cuts to Susan O who does the same thing. Like, she opens hers and makes a little frustrated gesture when it spills and then starts wiping it up. Oh, okay. So I took it as she was literally just copying her. Like, oh, that's what you do. Okay. Okay, that's cool. And then we get some more bullshit exposition about who cares. He's <laughs> just checking out on this fucking main plot. Dude, really? <laughs> it's so uninteresting. Yeah. The the whole thing with Inter, the Inter-Iowas is really bad because we want more of McDonald's, which yes. we're about to get. Yeah, we go to McDonald's, and here's where Anthony was saying the manager is not having a good time. <laughs> Which, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna say again, she's got big Masato energy. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh my god! And you know she's like, oh, I have to go. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm gonna get shipped off to Greenland, and you're coming with me if we He's fail. Like, Do you want to go to Greenland? He's like, no, then we have to defeat SFC. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that was oh, so the good. The fact he scaled up the manager was so hilarious. I just think he was really like he he knows his line right now, or he knows where he's supposed to be. Like she's his commander. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and he knows how army works for sure. Yeah, we all know what SFC means, right? You guys, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yep, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Back in uh, Mc McDonald's, uh, in walks goddamn James from Team Rocket. Oh, am I the only one who sees that? Am I like out of my mind, or is he just straight up James from Team Rocket? No, he's James. He has the same hairstyle. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I literally wrote from my note, hey, James, where's Jesse? He's a fucking creepo. We don't need to go into detail as to why, necessarily. Um, LCL has been sent to spy on SFC. This is funny. I can't wait to... The, the, the next episode is probably the best one at Dispatch. Um, yeah, I might agree. Five, five and nine are good bookends to this weaker set. Yeah. Um... I yeah I, I totally forgot some, something that happens here because the next thing I have is about Rika. Um, what's it called? So we get to the part where uh, what's it called? Susano meets up with Amelia and Rika. Oh right, it was Susano. Okay. Yeah, and yep. Susano was like, uh, Amelia's like, how did you get the money? And Susano's like, oh, I just gave them gold. Oh no, she's like, I sold a few things, and then we cut to the guy with like this ornate like gold. emerald ring, yeah. oh, <laughs> like my losing God. his mind. <laughs> yeah. And and then she shows her what the, the bus pass or the train pass or something like that. Like she's yeah. really proud of the fact that she did it. And we already talked about this, but it's such a great scene of her trying to get the fucking train pass. Yeah. Um. And then Rika butts in. I like Rika. Rika is funny. 
yeah, Rika, I am maintaining Rika as one of my favorite characters after next episode. And it's like, oh, we're going to go see what this Mao guy is about, huh? Seems like everyone thinks this Mao is so cool. I want to <laughs> tag along. And then we get a shot of SFC is booming. And that is the end of episode eight. Uh, anyone else anything on episode eight? Oh, um, nope. the last scene is uh, what's got Mao and um, Chiho is just mad. The fact that oh, they have yeah. no customers. This is, I think, I think just I did like in general how Chiho just stole her friend. Huh? You mean Suzuno? Wait, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Suzuno yeah. just, yeah, just stole. <laughs> yeah, because Suzuno was going to see Mao and Rika's like, great. And Amelia is like, what? Fine, you guys fucking go see Mao. And Rika's like, nah, you're coming. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, I just kind of enjoyed that dynamic. Oh, yeah. Episode nine, the hero learns the true meaning of a lover's quarrel. Um, we open again. Th- this is very much the quick light. They're the most like interconnected set of episodes that we've had so far. Um, they're heading over or they're, they're in the SFC. And we see the that it's Sasahata Tanabata Festival, which I forgot to look up. So I have no clue what that is. And Rika is basically planning her her attack how to approach the situation how to how to handle this battle as she keeps calling it i love the fact that rika loves this this is yeah, so funny rika is all about this yep and she goes to order paying for uh suzuno and amelia and again the manager is a creep all right Kasten, why did they go to the cfc like i know there was a reason but i do not understand the reasoning i think they wanted to like talk before going to see mal yeah, oh, they okay. were going to go in the store, and then they're like, no, 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 no. We should go to SFC, because it seems like a more of a better place, I think, is the context. Okay. And they, they start talking about Mao, and Rika's, like, asking about him, and Chiho basically says, like, oh, yeah, he's the greatest, coolest guy has ever existed. And Amelia starts talking mad shit about him. Amelia says, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. She is but, just not, like, mentioning words whenever she, like... Is talking about Mao. I gotta admit, at this point, I'm so fucking checked out of everyone, like, just, oh, so why do you like him so much? And she's like, I, I fucking don't. Yep. <laughs> I'm now on her side. Like, just everyone needs to shut the fuck. At this point, I'd be like, yeah, I want to fuck him. Can we move on with the story now? <laughs> oh, dude, um, there's going to be a bunch of animes like this, Anthony. Just you wait. Oh, boy. But guess what? LCL is over there investigating, <laughs> and he will not stand for the slandering of his sire. God, that's so funny. So he goes over and he gets mad and we cut back over to, I want to keep calling it McGriddle, <laughs> McGronald's, where we get Mao trying to figure out what to do about the SFC. He's got, he's, he's shift manager now. The manager has gone. He's, he's got in the charge responsibility, of, bro. Like, yeah, he's in charge of like five employees and he's going through his head like how what do we do here how do we make this work how do we get people to do something how do i keep the morale of the troops up everyone looks bored everyone looks defeated and he's like i got it clean the windows (laughs) and you even hear one guy in the background go like that's what you came up with (laughs) so good yeah i i really enjoy them doing this side of characters yeah. where they treat these mundane things with the intensity of like a war general. Uh, is this a flashback when Mao and Alceo is talking to each other? I don't know if that is a thing. I do not have it in my notes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to say it right here. 
So we get the whole conversation with Mao and uh, LCO is basically they're basically just uh, Mao's asked LCO if he could spy on uh, the SFC, and then LCO's like, "But we don't want to ruin our budget because of it. Like we wanna we wanna oh, keep yeah, our budget." Yeah. And so, but Mao's like, "Oh, I'm your commander, though. You have to do like what I say." And he's like, "In war, it's better to know your opponent than not to know them, or something like that." Yeah. So he's just treating it like a war, basically. And Asha's like, "Okay, Sire, I would do it." And they both hug. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> and Mao's or no? Why does he keep yelling? He yells like, "Yeah, I think he keeps." Oh, fuck. Does he call him Ashura, or does he actually call him Alciel here? Because they both just keep yelling back to each other. I don't remember, but it's so funny. We because yeah, they both and and this was like, what did I get myself into? Like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, he's hugging and crying across the table. Yeah, just yelling each other's names. Yeah, but I think it's funny the fact that he's actually was worried about the budget. So of I'm course like, he is. Yeah, and we speaking of we go back to the SFC. Uh, Rika wants LCL to join them because you know he's good friends with Mao, so he wants she wants to know more about Mao. But he's like, "Nah, I got shit to do. You guys are talking bad about my sire. I ain't having this." And Amelia is like, "I'll pay for you." And he immediately sits down. <laughs> he says, "I have to try the dessert and the salads. I didn't. I didn't have enough in my budget for that." Uh-huh. Like I think he says, "Also order me one of those like honey biscuits or whatever." Yeah, pancakes or something like that. Um, and then he goes into this whole story of oh how God. they ran a business together. This whole construction story is so bad. It's so hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it, it they read him and Mao read a a personnel placement and that business that some cut some uh, sometimes dabbled in construction. How old are you? Eric <laughs> yeah, is like, what? I thought you guys were like my age. <laughs> so I can't attest to this yet, but I think I'm going to super love this scene for more than one reason. I think they're going to slow down on the why does Emilia and Mao like, why are they so close? But yet they don't have a relationship like that. I think this is an excuse for that. I hope so. I, at least at least I want it to be. But we'll find out next week. Yeah, maybe. But we're still probably going to get plenty of the, I don't like you, idiot, stuff. But what's the company called? I don't. Oh, Mao Syndicate, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Mao Syndicate. So funny. <laughs> Such an evil name. <laughs> the Mao Syndicate. It's like, uh, oh, and, but Amelia was working for a rival company, but she was just like an intern. And Rick is like, wait, how so old are you? Bad. This, this is such a bad story. It's so funny. Uh, it's like, it's like, yeah. And then we were struggling, and Amelia was super talented, so they recognized her at the other business. <laughs> and then we were going under, but she took her a business from us, and we went out of business. <laughs> and we've been together ever since, trying to come back up. Like we want to start another business together. <laughs> and then we ran into Amelia a year later. Is it me or does this, does this story sound ridiculous? Oh no, it's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have to give it, I have to give props to LCL because this is like it's far fetched, but at least he like made a story. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah, it's dumb, but it's not dumb. And oh, and then he's also like, and now I'm just like. 
playing housewife all day while he goes and tries to learn about management and climb the corporate ladder, how far I've fallen. And after the story, Rika encourages him. And then I wrote literally in all capital letters by hand because I take hand notes, called it because <laughs> I'm pretty sure oh, last yeah. episode I said this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the ship I'm here for. <laughs> Fuck can. anything with Mao. Give me the Rika LCL. Oh, I love Mao, but LCL is just a better. So you, so you want the Rika LCL? I'm a hundred percent here for Rika X LCL. I was pretty happy when she got all, <laughs> when she got all like flustered. They're like, "What?" He's like, "She's like nothing." <laughs> yeah, because he's like, "Oh, no one's ever been so nice to me." Uh, we also learned, if you guys caught it, uh, that I think about at least one year has passed. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Oh, has it? I didn't even know that. Yeah, there was a line in there that was like one year, or because uh, I think he was talking about it, he got manager in just about a year or something like that. Yeah. So we know they've oh, been okay. in Tokyo for probably at least a year. Or sorry, I said Tokyo, Japan. I don't know what part they're in. Yeah, I forget. The, I think they actually are in Tokyo. I think so, too. Gotcha. Yeah, because they mentioned Shinjuku in an earlier episode. Also, this is the scene to like go back to what you were saying earlier about like Rika interpreting Amelia's feelings towards Mao. This is where she says like, oh, yeah, but you're always like putting on a front and being like this and whatever, which is why she believes that she reads it that way and kind of, I think, does the inverse of what you wanted earlier. <laughs> where you think this was an excuse to get out of it. But it's also establishing her acting like this is just part of her character and part of who she is as a person. Yeah, I mean, I this is probably me reading way deeper into this anime than it needs to be. But uh, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be hopeful and say yeah. that it's another character misreading our hero, and that like, uh, <laughs> well, you know, like in that. Yeah, no, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, she was like. Hey, uh, you put up a front all the time, and I mean, at work, she uh, we've seen that she kind of does because she's hiding all these secrets, but we, I don't think we see that front when she's on screen with us. Um, I mean, it depends. Uh, it, it's either we don't see the front or you never see beyond the front, right? Oh, like it's one of those two options. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there's a couple moments where we clearly see, like, the conflict in her of, like, oh, Mao is actually being nice, and that's, like, now I feel weird about this. Like, we see moments of her confusion. Yeah, and I well, I think she's even brought that up to some people, right? Didn't, didn't she? Or has she? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's definitely called him out on it. Yeah, like, why are you being... Like, that's why I'm, I kind of have it, like, I don't see the front. That's why I was kind of, like, the writers to say that Riku says that she has a front means that... I, I don't think Riku knows her as well as we know her. Rika. Rika. God damn it, Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts, thank you. Is that where it originally came from? No. <laughs> Quit confusing me. <laughs> 500,000 patrons. Me and Anthony will do a let's play of every single Kingdom Hearts game, followed by a deep dive <laughs> lore podcast after each game. Uh, <laughs> get another thing of the sfc manager being creepy and then they go to report back or lcl goes to report back to mal and he tells him like hey their their signature like chicken's really really good sometimes you can even eat the bones yeah that was weird <laughs> and Mao's like pretty i don't sure think it's not true yeah i was like uh, i don't think we eat the bones 
And then uh, the group of girls comes in. Wait, no. Elsia also says uh, to Mal, is like, oh, also, what is it? The coffee is organic. Oh, yeah. And no. Mal's <laughs> like, is it made from ogles? And he's like, no, 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 from whatever. And he's like, oh, he said, like, no, it's free from, like, pesticides. And so, so it's like, oh, yeah, oh it's so like, it's made from pestilent ogres. Pestilent ogres. <laughs> so dumb. I was down and he wasn't correcting at all. He was just moving <laughs> on to the next point. Yeah. Then the girls come in, sit at a table. Amelia tries to order, and Mao's oh, wait, like... did LCL leave yet? I guess, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm gonna help you, Sayo. So he's like, I want two Big Mac combo meals. Oh, yeah. And he's like, uh, Lucifer was probably gonna complain about this. And uh, Mao's like, well, if if uh, Lucifer was gonna com- com- complain about this, got my permission to give him a good beating. <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah, now you can talk about the people. So the girls come into the restaurant, sit at a table. Amelia tries to order from the table. And Mao is like, that's not uh, how this works. You can't do that. You have to come over to the register to order. Um, and they go back and forth for a bit. And then mm, Rika lays into him. Oh, no, fucking. First of all, it may have been a fucking dick in this in this part. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand why she's so being so mean to Mao. Dude, unless there's some like she was playing that like you're not good enough for my friend thing i did not get any of her hostility yeah no see i loved it because so far everyone in this series has been like tripping over themselves about how great mao is and rika's like this guy doesn't seem he for he seems like a pretty normal guy and then he immediately starts bickering with amelia for yeah she's not being proper but also like she has a point like bro you're supposed to like you're not supposed to be a dick to your customers just she already gave you her order like it's not a big deal <laughs> i love how mouse like but customers have rules too <laughs> which again mouse right hey customers don't be dicks yeah. to your service yeah, yeah. yeah, but rika also has a point of mouse being a dick and yeah. this is her first impression of him so she doesn't get why this guy's so great and that's awesome i appreciate that a lot but go on about the fact that she lays into mouse no, that that was pretty much it. Like she, she just like, hey, your service sucks. You're being an asshole. What's going on, dude? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, uh, also, she's like, oh, um, you guys are slow because of you. Like she specifically said you, and Mao oh. gets mad. He's like, what? It's so funny. I don't remember what the exchange is, but it's hilarious. Oh yeah, I I, I, I don't fully remember. That. I kind of remember it, but yeah, yeah. Because Mao actually gets mad. He's like, yeah. Because I, th- I think she implies, like, oh, you're the manager. Your service is slow. So, like, who's to blame for it? I think it's Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or, or, like, a thing of, like, oh, your customer service sucks and they're really good over at SFC. Uh, eventually, Chiho comes in and defuses the situation, saying, like, oh, yeah, but she's a valued customer, too. Here's all. Here's your order. Sorry about being an asshole. And then, and then Rika slams him again. I was so confused with that part of the scene. Just like about right after they got done bickering, and then as soon as Rika, uh, Rika goes, she's so cute. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, that was weird. No, that's the thing in the anime. I understand cute girls can be cute, but like, but no, when when older woman sees like a very cute girl, they just start touching them. It's <laughs> it's a thing. No, it's a thing. Like it's a thing in anime. I've seen this several times. I'll take your word on that one. That's not one I'm super familiar with. Uh, but yeah, Rika does slam Mao one more time. I forget what she says, but <laughs> she gives him a lot of attitude, and it's great. And then we move on to 
Mao formulating his plans to draw people in. His first plan is flyers. That doesn't work. And then I don't see why his next plan didn't work. He decides to advertise that the burgers are boneless. <laughs> like, yeah, they're supposed to be, though. What? And, and then everybody's attracted to Chiho because Chiho's, like, getting pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, basically, the... the the all she the, says weird stuff and she's cute. Picture, 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 picture. <laughs> yeah, the, every, basically, everyone suddenly turns into Rika's reaction. Yeah, <laughs> to but yeah, that then we'll learn a little later that Mao uh has been volunteering for like community cleanup, which fucking whatever. Come on, first of all, I'm gonna say right now, fuck this guy, fuck this Mao guy. This guy's the devil on a fucking different universe. How is this how is this guy so good? It's yeah. crazy how good he is. He volunteers. I kind of just eye rolled at that. That sucks. <laughs> I hated it, dude. It's like, okay, we get it. He's fucking the coolest, nicest guy in the world, despite being the demon king. It's so lame. You cannot stand the two like these two There's no demon king. It's all perfect man. I disagree. Because <sighs> we've seen him like we see him fight. Well, we see him command an yeah, army. We well, he's just not. He's being a king. It's the demon part. Yeah, you I see. Uh, you see, Owens is really good into stereotyping. Once you realize somebody's a somebody, he uh, does not let go. So he's like, he's like, oh, Mao's the demon. Of course, I fucking hate him. He's the demon. I no, no, nothing he can do can change my mind. No, if he, I know as soon as like if if he starts like destroying people, Chris is like, all right, I'm on board now. But it's just the nice part and the Demon King part Chris has the issue with. No, it's the part that it's all the nice part. Like, there's no... It's, I guess it's a big part of why I'm, like, so done with Amelia's conflict of, like, there is no conflict. Yeah. It's just him being the nicest guy you've ever met all the time. Uh, so they come up with the idea for customers can write wishes on paper and attach them to the trees. And they get a small free drink. And they get a small free drink. And that brings a bunch of customers, except it doesn't because it's the magic bringing the customers. And that's the end of the episode. Well, we got to do, we do get a shot of Susano looking suspicious or malicious or something. Yeah. She's not happy to affect those magic um, being used. Dude, I forget where I got it. It was probably somewhere in this episode, but I totally picked up on like, oh yeah, Susano was going to develop feelings for him as well. I apparently did not write it down. I probably saw it and was like, fuck this. <laughs> Dude, it's a light novel. I don't know what you want from me, dude. I've seen two other anime adapted from light novels, and they don't do this. Um, would you like to name them? Bakano and Hioka. I think Bakano's a light novel? Yep. Huh. I don't know what the other one is. It's great. Any more thoughts on episode nine or this grouping of episodes? Um, pretty weak episodes compared to the first four that we had. But uh, you're right, though. There are really two good bookends. Five was pretty good, and uh, the latest episode I thought was fantastic. Uh, what's called seeing Mao trying to is doing battle against the other restaurant is hilarious. Yes, that is what I've wanted this whole time. Yeah, it's just really funny. This whole thing. Uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, this one's hard for me to write notes on uh, for two reasons. One, this is my first sub. So having to read that and then like go down right up and they're still talking, I have to look back up and they're like, okay. Oh, so you got to get good at writing without looking. Oh, dude, I have such trash handwriting already. Dude, so do I. And also it's hard for me to, <laughs> I don't want to keep saying like, I don't want my notes to be, yes, that was funny. <laughs> yes, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, because it is funny, but I mean, I, and everyone should know it's funny. I just want to make sure that we bring up like things that are going to get called back to. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I'm enjoying myself. Uh, okay. I, I don't have much in terms of closing thoughts. More manager, more uh, recal CL. Give me those and I'm good. Uh, what do you guys think the ending is going to be? Like, because we had the ending last four episodes. Um, I think there's going to be... On a scale of Game of Thrones to Breaking Bad, I'll probably put it like on the, the side, like almost a... That's not a very far scale. What? Ending of Breaking Bad is trash. We can talk about that later. Oh, okay. Oh well, my god, this On died. a scale of 0 to 10 in terms of closure, I think we're going to get, I think I'm going to get like a six and a half, seven. I think I'm going to get enough to like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I, I it's not going to be that. like a, man, fuck that. I think it's going to leave me wanting, but acceptable. Sure, yeah, I think I totally agree with that. Which brings me to my, uh, any hot takes, predictions, wild theories. Should I go first? No, because you've seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want lukewarm takes. I don't want obvious predictions. I want hot takes. Yeah, yeah. I want wild theories. Okay. Well, okay. Well, one is a lukewarm. Well, my lukewarm take, I'm going to start off with that one, is that we don't know about the landlady till the very last episode. We don't know what she is. Okay. And then my hot take is uh, Rika's in on something. God damn it. <laughs> just riding that one, huh? Uh, I I think Rika is more than just this. Dude, Rika is the Hikari of this series. Who's Hikari? From Gellion? Oh, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't think I have any hot takes. That's the one I got. My I, I had all my hot takes last week. My hot take is both of you guys think this anime is going to be... Huh, good. And uh, also... Monkey, you should pick out all the anime because you know what you're doing. That's my hottest take. I will say you're probably half right with that. <laughs> we'll be wrapping up uh, Devil's a Part-Timer next week. So rest of the episodes uh, should be four more. And I'll be revealing my next pick. Will Sal ever let us pick again? <laughs> no, we're not. All my anime is fantastic. And will Orange accept the inevitable payoff of Mal being a nice demon king? It just, it doesn't make any sense. What? Like, let him kick a puppy or something just once. <laughs> what will it take for Anthony to trust Rika? Wait, didn't we do this one already? Yep. <laughs> Find out next time on my first anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at ChrisRBailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dark photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, first anime. anime.